the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And man, I'm back at home base. Back at home base. I was up in uh, North Carolina the last couple of days in Morganton. I really enjoyed my time up there with molded fiberglass. And, uh, you know, how blessed am I? Uh, I get to uh, speak life into people. I get to impact people's lives uh, every single day. And we're called to live and examine life. And that's why I love what I do because whether it be on the radio, whether it be my life caddy work, uh, whether it be what we do in class, um, I get to help people clean up, step up, vision up, to to fill up, to uh, maybe uh, remind ourselves of some important things. You know, I learned a long time ago, leaders remember the right things. Uh, we got to learn what to let go of, what to hold on to, because uh, life is a journey. And for some, it's a game. For some, it's a prison. And I want to talk about that today. Uh, because, uh, you know, life should be an adventure. You know, I'm not really wrapped up in this word called happy and maybe uh, to my wife's chagrin, if you will, <laughs> but uh, uh, a daring adventure. Uh, I want to make it matter. You know, it's been said that life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. And I believe that was Helen Keller. I could be wrong, but I think it was. And if you know her story, uh, blind, angry, uh, a lot of things, mute for first half, basically abandoned emotionally, she felt. so. Uh, and yet her opinion, man, look where it comes from. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. You know, many people in life just want to be comfortable. They just want to be happy just to, to get through this thing called life as unscathed as possible. You know, to, to get through the week, to get through the weekend, to get through the next school year, to get through our next anniversary, to get through the next summer, to get through, get through, get through, get through. And then all of a sudden, we realize that planes crash and people die. Life's an undulating line. It has highs, it has lows, it has peaks and valleys. And when things are really good, just remember this too shall pass. And when things are really bad, just remember this too shall pass. Because life has ups and downs. And today we're going to talk about the ride. Because, uh, you know, I don't strap myself into those machines or those roller coasters. Some of you do. I don't need to step into a machine to experience the ups and downs of life. You know where I was just a few short hours ago? I was in the mountains of North Carolina. 
I did my radio show live at the molded fiberglass uh, plant. And then I got in my rented car and I drove and I drove. And I drove through Mississippi and through Louisiana and through Alabama and through Texas. Fifteen and a half hours later, I wind up at home this morning, 3.30 in the morning. And you know, I spent a day and a half working up there in molded fiberglass. You know how I got there? I left Sunday morning at 2.30 in the morning and got there at 6 p.m. <laughs> and now I'm going to leave here tonight at 9 o'clock, uh, 8 o'clock, because i got a lot of work to do, and drive out two and a half hours uh, to start a leadership adventure class tomorrow. So uh, I know this thing called life. And so I thought we'd start off, though, with a little bit of a, an old reminiscing Mr. Black in front of a fireplace. Yep, you're right. It is time for story time with Mr. Black. And now, story time with Mr. Black. This is by Barbara Dudlap. Once there was a very small person who had feelings. They had many feelings and felt them every day. Their family liked them when they showed their feelings. So the very small person started to wear their feelings on their sleeve. One day, one of the small person's parents said they didn't like to see the fear, the fear feeling anymore. So the small person tried to pull it off. The parents said that they would give the small person some, some tough to cover over their fear. The small person found it very difficult to cover the fear with the tough. So the other parent and the grandparents all helped. It took many, many days. Now you look wonderful, said the parents when it was done. We've covered some of your feelings with tough, and you'll grow into a strong person. The small person grew a little older and found a friend. The friend also wore their feelings on their sleeve. The friend said one day, my parents want me to cover up my lonely feelings and to be different from now on. And they were. The small person decided to cover over their lonely feelings too and they, they got some angry from another adult. So the small person put big patches of angry on top of their lonely. It was hard work to cover over all those lonely feelings one day when the small person, who was now not so small, went to school, some of their lonely feelings started to show. So the teacher kept them behind and gave them a, a big dose of some guilt to cover their lonely feelings. Sometimes when alone at night, the person would look at their feelings. They would pull off the tough, they'd pull off the angry, they'd pull off the guilt to look at their lonely and their fear. Then they would have to take a long time putting the tough and the angry and the guilt back again. One night, the person noticed that their lonely and fear were growing and beginning to stick out from under the patches. So the person had to go out to find some more angry to cover the lonely and got all the tough that their parents could muster, could spare to cover their fear. The person grew older and became very popular because everyone said they could hide their feelings well. The person's parents said one day that they had a proud feeling because the person had become so tough. But the person could not find anywhere to put the proud feeling. 
because the tough got so big. The person had trouble finding room on their sleeve for any other feelings. The tough and the angry were all that were showing. Then after a time, the person met another person and they became friends. They thought that they were a lot alike because they both had only tough and angry feelings that showed. One day, the friend told the person a secret. I'm not really like you. My tough and my angry are only patches to cover over my lonely and my fear. The friend pulled back the edge of their tough and showed the person their fear just for a second. The person sat quietly and did not speak. Then carefully, they too pulled back the edge of their tough and showed their fear. The friend saw the lonely underneath. Then the friend gently reached out and touched the person's fear. And then the lonely. The friend's touch was like magic. A feeling of acceptance appeared on the person's sleeve. And the tough and the angry had become smaller. The person then knew that whenever someone gave them acceptance, they would need less tough. And there would be more room to show proud, sad, love, strong, good, warm, hurt, fear. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what I get to do. I get to help people recover from some of their old BS in their life. And you know what I mean by BS. Spencer knows this. I'm not talking about the stuff we have out here in Texas in the pastures. No, not that type of BS. I'm talking about belief systems. And gentlemen, ladies, everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And most of our belief systems, based on Dr. Adler's work, are in place by the time we're five years old. So you're not a baby anymore. It's time to put the big boy pants on, the big girl pants on. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Today, we're talking about the great adventure. We'll be back after these messages. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church, uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night. You know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. It's, okay. but it's, 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 it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio like it matters. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
16 years migraine-free, no medications. Hey, it's Dr. Kim Tran, host of Health Is Well, Sundays at 10 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Chiropractic changed my life, so I quit my corporate job to help people transform their health and their lives. If you've tried everything with no results, tune in to Health Is Well to learn how to get and stay healthy. Sundays at 10 a.m. or catch the Health as Wealth podcast anytime on Freedom1570.com. Save 700 gallons of water and 250 pounds of salt this year with the new wet technology water softener from Commerce Water. Get $400 for your old softener. Commerce will haul it away too. Commerce.com. Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com. Here's a real student testimonial for Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is March 30th through April 1st. Details at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Black. And today we're talking about the great adventure. Now, there's a double entendre there for me, just so you know. Uh, life uh, is a journey. It's an undulating line. It's a roller coaster. It has highs and lows. It has peaks and it has valleys. What a ride. Sometimes you want to get off. Sometimes you want to stay on. Sometimes you're having the funnest time of your life. And then a few minutes later, oh, my gosh, gee golly. Right? Welcome to life, right? And when we say life is an undulating line, it has highs and lows, it has peaks and valleys. And what we talked about in the last segment was I shared a story by Barbara Dunlap, and uh, it's so powerful because it's so true. You know, we are meaning-making creatures. That's what the whole study of logotherapy is, Dr. Viktor Frankl. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is our power and our freedom. But also in that space uh, is our past. In that space is your pound of flesh. In that space is your record of wrong. In that space is your narrative. It's your frame. It's your BS. If you were to create a set called the experience of you, or if I did mine, the experience of Scott V. Black, it would have all those things in it. And because the good Lord made us the way he made us, our mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so when someone says something or does something, we don't respond to that. We go to what we know. We go to what's in the space between. And for a lot of us, uh, it's a lot of uh, hurt, a lot of brokenness, a lot of anger, a lot of resentment. I believe in being under construction. I believe that there's one true God I believe he's omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent, and I believe that I'm not him. 
And I believe I'm a broken, flawed man. And I believe that I'm called to be more. And I believe when I wrong somebody that no matter what they did or didn't do, that God calls me to write that or to at least seek forgiveness and to repent, have a change of heart, think differently, and agree with God. That's what confess means. Agree with God that what I did was I missed the mark. That's what the word sin means. I missed the mark. God has a high standard for us. I missed the mark. So I'm a warrior. I'm a bulwark. You know, bulwark, remember the definition? Any person or thing giving strong support or encouragement in time of need, danger, or doubt. I believe we're in time of need, danger, and doubt. Matter of fact, in my training, when people come in my training, they get a manual. And when they open their manual, this is the first sheet of paper paper they see. I don't know who wrote it, but I live it. It's 1159 and the clock of destiny. You've only got a minute. Only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon you. Can't refuse it. Didn't seek it. Didn't choose it. But it's up to you to use it. You'll suffer if you lose it. Give an account if you abuse it. It's only a minute. But eternity is in it. When the sun comes up, you better be running. Every morning in Africa, a lion wakes up. It must outrun the fastest gazelle. Or we'll starve and die. Every morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up. <laughs> it must outrun the fastest lion. Or it will die. It doesn't matter if you're lion or gazelle. When the sun comes up, you better be running. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You know, I've been on my own since I've been 16. There's an abusive family. One time my dad beat me too much. I didn't respond the way he wanted me to. He said, get the uh, chicken plucks out of my house. <laughs> free at last, free at last. Uh, boy, I have a lot of rage, a lot of anger, a lot of lonely, a lot of fear. And boy, I wore it on my sleeve, but boy, did I cover it well. And see, that's why I can help so many people. Because I understand that hurting people hurt people. And I understand that pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. And I understand that God causes all things to work for the good for those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. There's your great adventure. You're going to screw up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to do things you're not proud of. And then how do you respond? How do you recover? Do you, do you learn from that process and then pick yourself up, dust yourself off, hit again? Do you play the victim? Do you feel sorry for yourself? Because now the program starts playing, right? I've never been good enough. Yeah, my dad told me I'd never amount to much. Nobody ever likes me. Man, everybody's mean to me. Or all those white people do this. All those black people do this. All those, all those men do this. All those women do this. Or all those gay people do this. All those Christians do this. When a sponge is squeezed, the only thing that can come out of it is what's in it. And let's be honest, there's a lot of hurt, there's a lot of brokenness, there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of confusion. There is so much confusion in the air. People, our people are struggling. Open your eyes. The pandemic 
of poor mental health is gripping this country, our families. It's real. It's growing. It's deadly. It's destructive. And it can be fixed. It can be fixed, but you got to believe it's possible. I had to come to Jesus moment on my trip. I drove 15 hours. And on the way up there, when I drove up to North Carolina, I told uh, my wife, asked how well it went. I go, you know, I, I'm, I'm really proud of myself. I did pretty good. Uh, didn't drive like a maniac. He said, there, and I said, there was only a couple times I was embarrassed for myself. <laughs> and she laughed because she knew what it meant. Yeah, there were some times driving to North Carolina that I uh, got some aggressive. I got a little annoyed because people, if they don't want to go fast, they don't want you to go fast. And they'll, they, it, it irritates. It's called a red vote. And then people gradually slow down when you're going to go by them because they don't want you to go. They're not interested in going. And so I get agitated and riled up. And I'm a warrior. And so I'm going from class. I'm going days without sleep. I'm driving 15 hours, 15 hours there. I'm, I'm doing daily radio shows. I'm counseling. I'm walking in people's pain. We're building an orphanage and land in Africa. All this stuff. And I see America crumbling. And I see people just disappointing and people broken and and the lies were being lied to about elections and about shots and about science. And yet most people are buying it and they don't even see that we're going down a hill 100 miles an hour. And there's a sign that says bridge out. And no one's even seeing it. No one's hearing it. No one's feeling it. I don't like to teach leadership waking. Why? Because I get in what's called Mr. Black mode. And if you ever come to my training, if you've been to my training, you're laughing right now. Because you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, it, it is a role. It is a mindset. It is not a game. Uh, it is not a theatrical thing. It is real. Uh, I step in to that persona, uh, and it's real. It's battle mode. And I have the sensory acuity. Uh, 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 I call it spidey sense. I see things. I hear things. I hear everything in the room. I mean, we're dealing at a spiritual level. We cast. I mean, it's intense. But I have to get in that mode to help those people. Because how do you change someone's life in 48 hours? It's technically impossible. But we understand the machine. You understand how man's a three-part machine. There's a machine. There's a mind that runs the machine. There's a spirit. And when you understand how people can function in those three roles, you help people. You improve them. Get better. But I have to get in a state of mind uh, that is really uh, something I feel uncomfortable in. And I have to get in a state of focus that really uh, I don't like outside of class. But here's the problem. I've been doing that for 31 years. And lately I've been in class a lot. I've been counseling a lot. There's a lot of hurting people, a lot of death around me. So carrying a lot of pain, a lot of hurt. And so I've been torqued up, man. I'm torqued. On Facebook, I see some false um, Christian or false prophets. And I've got to jump in there in the battle and all that. And, man, God got me. God kind of slapped me. Uh, on the way home in love with Second Timothy 2 and said, ratchet it down, my son, ratchet it down. And I want to publicly apologize to my wife because, boy, I've been, you know, she's not feeling good, a lot going on, and I've been intense, Mr. Black, snapping into Mr. Black mode, going to adventure this weekend, going to do adventure uh, awakening next weekend. I mean, this next couple weeks and the last week is, it's intense. And so... You know, I, I've had to apologize. So publicly, I want to apologize. You know, God's telling me to ratchet it down, man. So, uh, I, 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 you know, life is not only an undulating line, 
but it's a bunch of fine lines. And what I'm realizing as I learn to be a better version of me is where are those fine lines? I love the saying, when all else fails, do the next right thing. But here's the problem, for who, for when, for this world or for the one to come? For the short-term moment or for the bigger picture? So you got to understand for the temporal or for the spiritual, or the eternal. And so it's not so easy, but that's why we're called to live and examine life. And that's why as a leader, because there's so much negativity, so much brokenness, we've got to bring hope. And so today I want to bring you hope, and I want to tell you hope is a science. Hope is not a wish. It's a strategy. My friend Brett Wassel introduced me to someone who's struggling, and we're getting him in class, and, and, and I told Brett we're going to get this guy in first and his wife in three weeks and all this. And he goes, well, he hasn't talked to his wife yet. I mean, he, he can't make that decision for her. I said, he didn't make a decision. He didn't even know this is going to happen. I said, brother, you want me to bring some hope? I said, hope isn't a wish. It's a strategy. Do you know the strategy for hope? Do you know the signs of hope? Do you know that there are four plus one C's uh, of leadership that will allow you to whatever you're doing to do it at a higher level, a more fulfilling level? Do you know the number one commodity of all leaders is hope? If you're not peddling hope, you're part of the problem. Because right now, people are helpless and hopeless called depression. And as leaders, we got to be hope pellers. Hope means that today, no matter how bad it is, tomorrow can be better. And I'm a hope peddler. So come back after these commercial messages. We'll talk about that. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. It's no secret that this economy is taking its toll on us, but I've got some important news that could really help. If you're facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt, you need to know that you may not be required to pay it all back. There are special programs that can significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This isn't bankruptcy or a high-interest debt consolidation loan. These are programs that credit card companies don't want you to know about, ones that offer Americans struggling with overwhelming credit card debt savings and real debt relief faster than thought possible. Accredited Debt Relief has a special hotline to learn all about these programs and what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualified consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now for this free information. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Pro-life across America, the billboard people. 
Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and today we're talking about the great adventure. Now, there's double entendre, as I said. Uh, life is a great adventure. And tonight I drive out to uh, East Texas, and tomorrow we start Leadership Adventure. First one in, I think, four years, and we've got a small class seven. Love to have uh, eight to ten. So if you're an awakening graduate, uh, let's go. Just come down to Texas. I'll put you in there. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll give you the adventure of your life, and you'll come out uh, a far better person. You know, we've been told so much during this pandemic uh, and basically follow the science. And now we're realizing, and I knew it the whole time, but, you know, some people won't believe the truth until it slaps them in the face, um, that we're following political science. <laughs> there's no science tells us there's two genders. Come on. Uh, science tells us a vaccine has a purpose, and if something's not a vaccine, you shouldn't call it a vaccine. Uh, science tells us a lot of things, that life begins at conception. But yet we want to pretend life begins uh, after a botched abortion two weeks if the mother chooses to keep it. I mean, come on. It's not science. It's political science. But let me tell you something. There is science and hope. There is science and hope. I want to hear that's not a feel-good. Matter of fact, I got this article. Where did I get this article? Uh, da, 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 da. Hopkins. Oh, John Hopkins Medicine. So it says, the phrase, stay positive, is more than just a cheerful colloquialism. There's science behind those words. Evidence is that, is that hopefulness can promote a quicker, fuller recovery. One of the things I look at is how the attributes that patients bring to the table. And she's talking these three words, resiliency, spirituality, and hope, how they facilitate recovery. Just a side note, parenthetically, I study it. What do you think rescue animals, where they came from? Because people who have surgery, who have an pet or an animal, give them to them, it, they recover better. Something to love, something that loves on them. You know, so uh, those things actually facilitate recovery. It's not my opinion. It says Kate Corte, a neuropsychologist in John Hopkins Department of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation. She said, quote, what we found is that maintaining what the what is, is that maintaining with outcomes and life satisfaction affects healing. In her research, Corte has examined patients across the spectrum, traumatic brain injury, stroke, brain tumor, and consistently found that those patients who succeeded in keeping a good attitude did better in the recovery. We take a broad approach by tracking everything that goes on with these folks throughout the rehab and recovery process. Some of my studies have examined their level of engagement in rehabilitation interventions. Then we look three months after discharge at how satisfied they were with life, how much assistance they needed to function. 
And here's what she says. Folks who were more hopeful throughout the recovery and had a more positive attitude needed less assistance later on. Hope and positivity, she says, help patients make better decisions and keep sights off far-reaching goals. Uh, A positive attitude also helps them follow the recommendations of physicians and therapists. Our psychologists are focused on helping patients realize that there is something better to come. Our team is there to help them learn to adapt and adjust and to recover to their fullest extent possible. And this is why I, I bring science, epigenetics. You know, we're a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. Dr. Caroline Leaf talks about how she believes 87%, that's what she posits, 87% of all diseases are psychosomatic. I mean, I think there's a reason because, you know, God's our daddy. And he tells us to to do not keep a record wrong, do not keep a pound of flesh, to forgive, to let it go. That vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. I'll repay. We got to quit being God and let God repay. You know, as God was talking to me, I had to come home and apologize to my wife. And, you know, she's she's sick and we got so much going on. And my son's been sick and I've been on the road and she's just in tears. And so I'd apologize and, said, and God say, hey, man, you need to be kinder to her and with her. And so, you know, to even talk to her, you can see she was just downtrodden. And I said, come on, let's give this a little hope. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> see, hope says that no matter what's going on today, tomorrow can be better. But helpless and hopeless says today sucks and tomorrow will be no better. And why does this matter? Because people are watching. Remember, leadership's a loop. It's permission. It's example. It's culture. We give people permission through our actions. You got to consider what are you what are you giving people permission to do? You know, when I was in North Carolina, uh, it was uh, was it uh, Monday night? Oh, no, no, it was, it was actually Tuesday morning. It was early in the morning. I had to get to the plant at uh, 6 o'clock, I think it was. And I was sitting out there and uh, just clearing my head because I was really overwhelmed, just real emotional. And uh, I see, you know, there's a there's a forest behind the little parking lot I'm standing in. And I see something move at the corner of my eye. And I'm like, oh, is that a deer or something? And I looked over to what I noticed, and I couldn't see anything. So I go on just talking to God and just kind of spacing out, looking in the forest area. And all of a sudden, again, to my right, I see something moving. I... Real quick, look over, and I, I'm like, I figure it was a deer or something. I, I don't see anything. I'm like, huh. And so as I go back to focus, all of a sudden I see that there's a car backed into a spot by the forest there, but it's on the parking lot, uh, and a light came on. And a guy rolled out of there, and his name was Eric, rolled out of there and stumbled along a little bit and took out a cigarette and lit it. And I said, you sleeping in your car? And he said, uh yeah, I mean, my dog had a big old pit bull in there, a big old dog. And so God said, go talk to him. So I walked in, talked to him, said, what's going on? He goes, oh, well, you know, I just, you know, I've been drinking, so sorry. And, you know, he's drunk. He smells, smelled bad. And uh, so my girlfriend was uh, um, was hooking up with this guy. And and then I wondered, oh, my gosh, how long has this been going on? And. And got a huge fight, and I grabbed all my stuff, and I got out of there as quick as I could. And uh, I, I don't know where I'm going. I'm so lost. I'm, I'm, you know, and all that. I said, "Oh man!" I go. First of all, I go. Let me go get you some money. So I went inside, got my wallet out of the hotel. I think I only had fifty bucks, so I only wanted to give him twenty. And I kept hearing in my head, "Give him forty. Give him forty. Give him forty. So okay, here's forty. <laughs> so I gave forty. Put my car around it, and then I had eaten at La Salsa. By the way, if you go to Morgantown, North Carolina, eat at La Salsa. 
Incredible. I ate and had a couple of nice beers, and I took enough home to feed that guy and his pit bull with lots of onions left over. And I had bought a bucket of chicken, KFC, eight, eight piece chicken bucket. Oh my gosh, $30. Thanks, Joe Biden. Eight piece chicken, $30. And I had still two, the two breasts left. I was going to eat on the way home, but I grabbed that for him. So he had some food. His dog had some food, gave him the $40. Uh, and he just kept talking, shaking his head, man, I'm so sorry. I said, hey, uh, can I pray for you? He goes, oh, man, I, you, I've been drinking. And I go, so what? God knows that. He doesn't care. God takes dirty things and makes them pretty. And so he, he, he uh, put my hand out and I prayed over him. And as I'm praying over him and not talking to help him because he's lonely, he's broken, he's weeping, he's sobbing. This 40-year-old man sobbing. Uh, and uh, finished praying for him, and he goes, and he started talking his sob story, and I'm not downplaying his sob story, but, it, you know, him talking to me about it ain't going to help it. And I said, here, get my business card. Here's 40 bucks. Uh, here's some food. Uh, and uh, he went to shake my hand, and I grabbed a hold of him and, and hugged him. I know, stranger, all this, I hugged him. Uh, and uh, he grabbed hold of me, and he sobbed and sobbed. I'm getting emotional. And uh, it was really touching. He said, man, I feel my spirit change. Because I feel, I, 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 just, I, I, and he, his tears flowing. And I had to walk away. I said, hey, there's my number if you need anything. You know, how blessed was I? How blessed was I? I couldn't sleep. Driven for 15 hours feeling sorry for myself. My wife's feeling like maybe does he love me anymore? Feel the weight of the world. Go outside to clear my head. And I always pray to God, God, give me some divine appointments. Lord, let me be you to somebody on this trip. Put someone in my path that I can help. And it never fails. And I got a chance to, to hug on and pray for and bless Eric. I don't know if he's my brother. I don't know if he's a child of God. Who knows? Only God knows. But I do know that night I planted a seed. I pruned a seed that was already planted. I watered a seed that's been there for a while. I might not have harvested, but the Bible's clear that uh, God does all the increase. And see, that's what you got to realize. My son watches me do this on a daily basis. You see, children learn from what they see. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you hang my first painting on the refrigerator, and I immediately wanted to paint another one. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you feed a stray cat, and I learned that it was good to be kind to animals. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you make my favorite cake for me, and I, I learned that the little things can be the special things in life. When, when you thought I wasn't looking, I heard you say a prayer, and I knew that there's a God, and I could always talk to and learn to trust in him. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you make a meal and take it to a friend who was sick, and I learned that we all have to help take care of each other. When, when you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you give of your time and money to people who, who had nothing, and I learned that those who have something should give to those who have nothing. And when you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you take care of our house and everyone in it, and I, I learned we have to take care of what we've been given. I, when you thought I wasn't looking, I saw how you handled your responsibilities, even when you didn't feel good, and, and I learned that I would have to be responsible when I grow up. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw tears come from your eyes, and I learned that sometimes things hurt, but it's going to be all right, and it's all right to cry. 
when you thought I wasn't looking, I saw that you cared. And I wanted to be everything that I could be. When you thought I wasn't looking, I learned most of life's lessons that I need to know to be a good and productive person. When I grow up, I looked at you and wanted to say, thank you for all the things I saw when you thought I wasn't looking. Ladies and gentlemen, our kids don't need a sermon. Our neighbors don't need a sermon. They need an example. A picture's worth a thousand words. What you're doing speaks so loudly that people don't need to hear a word you're saying. And then you create a culture. And after the break, I want to give you some applications, something you can take with you, and I'm going to introduce you to the four plus ones, the four plus one C's of leadership. You'll want to stay tuned for this. We'll be right back. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated if that makes sense that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night, you know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for for me right yeah. now, and you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. That's okay. But it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like it matters. Unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like it matters. Radio, radio, like it matters. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The institutions use the markets to create income and get better returns for their investors. They are consistent year after year using tools that most people know nothing about. Learn the skills to invest and trade with the institutions at a free investing class in our local Twin City Center or virtually at 952-814-4410. Discover the tools the institutions use daily at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. This is Scott B. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters and your host for Like It Matters Radio, calling all Leadership Awakening graduates. The time is now to raise the bar to finish what you started. As a graduate of Leadership Awakening, you know how transformational awakening is. However, it's also incomplete. Leadership Adventure is about applying what you learned in Leadership Awakening. How do you take a team of leaders through the undulating line of life and success? Welcome to the second half of the Leadership Experience, Leadership Adventure. This is a fun class and is done in an outdoor adventure setting. Leadership Awakening goes from 1 to 25. Leadership Adventure goes from 26 to 100. This is not Leadership Awakening a second time. It is a whole new adventure that picks up right where you left off in Leadership Awakening. If you are ready for the next level, the time is now to register for Leadership Adventure. 
March 2nd through 4th, and April 9th through 11th. Details at likeitmatters.net. I'm black. I'm back. And yeah, I am going to Leadership Adventure this week and starting tomorrow uh, in East Texas. Uh, got plenty of room. Love to get one to three more Leadership Awakening graduates. I'll pick up the tab for you, man. I'll 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 pick up the twenty five hundred dollar tab for you to change your life forever. So hey, uh, don't tell me no one's ever given. Don't tell me no one's ever opened the door. Don't tell me no one's ever answered a prayer because so many times what we pray for, God gives us, but we don't open the door. We don't walk through the door. We always have a reason not to. I used to think that people were looking for a reason to believe, uh, but nah. And they're looking for a reason not to believe. Skepticism, sarcasm, doubt, fear. I mean, let's be honest. We're lied to by everybody. Everybody lies to us, though. We're all, it's all okay because it's all about politics, right? It's all about politics. We're lied about spying on Americans. We lied about elections. We're lied about FISA courts. We lied about where this virus started. We all know it started in a lab. We lied about gain-of-function researchers. We lied about masks. We lied about COVID. We lied about—I mean— what do you believe? How do you believe anything anymore? When people cannot believe, have no truth. Remember, this started about 40, 50 years ago. What is truth? Truth is relative. It might be true for you, but it's not true for me, right? Two plus two is only true for me. It's not true for you. Because to you, two plus two equals 12. Yeah, that works really well. How's that working? Coming together as a world? Coming together as a country? No. So you realize that there are patterns. I deal with patterns. Patterns get you what you're getting. If you don't like what you're getting today, then do something different. That's not me that said it. That's that smart old dude, you know, the funny-looking crazy guy, Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein decided, uh, defined insanity as doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And so the flip side of Einstein's coin is if you don't like the results, change the approach. As you change the approach, you change the results. That is called a pattern. It's called a recipe. If you don't like the end product of a recipe, then change some of the ingredients. See how you put them in? Ingredients. And you change the outcome. It's science. Science, science, science. Right? The law of causality, the chain of causation. It's called vision, seeing how things connect. Come on, open your eyes, people. I feel like Jesus when I say this. You have eyes to see, but do not see. You have ears to hear, but do not hear. Wake up. And one way that you can build a team, one way that you can lead your life in a way that matters, one way is you can figure out some patterns. When I went to Promise Keeper years ago, I kind of date myself, don't I? When I went to Promise Keeper years ago, one of, my, uh, one of the guys I met there said, you know, one of the greatest things I've ever done for my Christian walk is I put my shoes under my bed. I'm like, what does putting your shoes under your bed have to do with Yahweh? I said, that's easy. Because every night before I went to bed, I had to get on my knees to put my shoes under my bed. And every morning when I got up, I had to get on my knees to pull my shoes out from under my bed. Now, I don't put my shoes under my bed. However, I do create patterns that work well. And sometimes we fall into patterns that don't work well. And that's when we do that. We have to get on knee and look someone in the eye and say, hey, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I didn't handle that well. You know, I, I told you I'm a warrior and I got slapped with a second uh, a Timothy 2 by God. 
He said, uh, a worker approved for God. He said, remind them of these things and charge them before God, not to quarrel about words, <laughs> which does no good, but only ruins the hearers. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. But avoid, listen, this, avoid irre- irreverent babble, for it will lead people into more and more ungodliness, and their talk will spread like gangrene. Isn't that amazing? And then he goes down in verse 22. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. Ouch. You can't say amen. Say ouch. Foolish, ignorant controversies. This is the word of God, people. You know that they breed quarrels, and the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness, God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth, and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. Thank you, sir. I have another. (laughs) So, sorry, honey, I'm going to do better. So I want to give you something, something tangible, something applicable. Remember, it's it's inspiration. I I want to give you hope. It's education. I want to teach you how to think. It's not to get you smarter, but to teach you how to think for yourself. And application, something you can take with you. So let me give you what I call four plus one C's. I call them C's of leadership. I call them C's of team, build, uh, C's of team building. But they're just real structural pieces. Now, first one's commitment. So I'll tell you what they are if you want to write them down. Uh, commitment, clear vision, communication, and consensus. Those are the four. I'll tell you the plus one, you have to stay to get the zert. What's the best part of the meal? Zert. And it comes at the end, so you got to stay on if you want the zert. So number one is commitment. We always start everything with commitment because without commitment, nothing's going to really work to the level it could work. Remember Colossians 3, I'm sorry, uh, uh, yeah, Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not to man. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. And by the way, it's not talking about separating your spirit and your soul. And what it's talking about totality. Same thing, I think, is Hebrews uh, four twelve or something like that. It talks the same thing. But in Hebrews, there's actually four things mentioned. In uh, the other one, there's only three. But what it's talking about totality. That's why you know a lot of the Israelites, some of their uh, festivals, the burnt offering. I always wonder what's you know the seven different types of festivals and, and and different offerings and the burnt offering. You know what it meant? You you totally burned it up. It consumed it. Nothing was left. Nobody had anything to eat from it. Burned it. You know what it was about? Being totally consumed by God. All in. Totality. That's what God says. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. That's what totality. See, that's what commitment is. Heart, body, and soul. Because if I take away your heart, I take away your body, and I take away your soul, what's left? That's right. Nothing, honey. Crunch. And commitment's always about one word. You should write it down. Commitment's always about trust. See, how can someone commit to you if they can't trust you? And how can someone trust you if they don't believe you're committed to them? Take a look at the majority of problems in our marriages, right? Commitment and trust go hand in hand. And then below that, and by the way, faith could fit in there too. Faith, that would be a good word to add a little trifecta. A little trinity there, words, huh? Commitment, trust, and faith. That'd be a make a good Christian, wouldn't it? Clear vision. Clear vision's always about three questions. You might want to write these down. First question is, where am I now? Second question is, where am I going? Third question is, what will it take to get there and how long? 
And you know the biggest deal here is the first question. Because we lie to ourselves. We don't like the truth. And Jesus said the truth will set you free, but Garfield said first will make you miserable, and people are afraid of the misery, so they never get the truth. But you got to be truthful. Where are you at? What's your starting point? Most people don't know their starting point. So you got the best vision in the world, but you can't get to there from here if you don't know where here is. Communication is the third C. Whenever I'm talking about communication, there's always two types. It's interpersonal and intrapersonal. That means communicating with others and communicating with ourselves. And I'm going to tell you right now, the most important one for you to focus on is intrapersonal. The way we talk to ourselves dictates, it creates a frame, it creates a narrative of how we talk to other people. So it's the ability to relay messages. There's a stimulus and a response. It's called a transaction. That's the essence of communication. And then consensus. Consensus is about gaining agreement. You know, building some synergy. Common sense common purpose, beginning with the end in mind, all working to the same good. Man, that used to be America I grew up in. It used to be America I know. That America is dead. But it doesn't have to be dead in your marriage. It doesn't need to be dead in your community. And it doesn't need to be dead in your business because you bring life to it. And so once you have commitment, once there's a clear vision, once there's communication down, once there's a consensus, then once you have those four in place, then you add the fifth one, consistency. Write it down. Make it a recipe. SOP, standard operating procedure. Why should it be called SOP? Because it works. Not because that's the way we've always done it. Not because that's how my boss said to do it. Not because that's how I read about doing it. The only proper answer when I ask, why is it SOP? There's one answer. What's that answer? Because it works. So I don't care what you're building. I don't care what you want. These four plus one C's will be a great foundation. Commitment's about trust. Clear vision's about where you're at, where you're going, what's it going to take to get there. Communication's about keeping the right communication with yourself and framing that and communicating properly with other people. And then consensus is about gaining agreement. Together, everyone achieves more. There's only one team. And if you're on everybody else's team, then they're on your team. It doesn't matter whose team it is. And once you got it down, once you got the secret sauce, once you got the recipe, make it consistent. Make it SOP. I'm going to adventure. Some of you should join me. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.